to Dominion Plus Life with Grace Henderson. I am so excited that you have tuned in to this episode. Today we're going to deal with becoming that legacy builder in our day. You see, so many times we're thinking about the now and and how we're going uh, to operate in this present day, and we miss out on a, a great portion, which is preparing for the next generation as well. You see, since the ancient of days, God created... And, and he raised up a generation who would think outside of the box, per se. Who would think generationally and implored and mental toughness to create a dominion legacy. From Abraham to our present generation, it has been the heartbeat of God to create an environment and and. And, and to release a divine supply that would assist the next generation to fulfill the destiny and the purpose of the, in their day. Now think about this for a moment. What deposits would you leave to the preceding generations in your day? You know, Genesis, the 18th chapter, verse 19, it tells us that I have singled him out so that he would direct his sons and their family to keep the way of the Lord in doing what is right and just. And then I will do for Abraham all that I have promised. You see, God, he creates Abraham, our patriarch to take on an an assignment, and because of his commitment of thinking and talking and acting based on executing principles and the power of responding generation. In other words, he he would welcome heaven's download and and revelatory insight in his day as well as in part in the lives of his children. And, and begin a cycle of creating a legacy from generation to generation. You see, so many times, again, we think about the now. But we are not thinking about that we are pouring in the very life of God that he has poured in us into another, other generations. You know, in Psalms, the, the 78th chapter, verse 4 through 7, it tells us, that we would not hide these truths from our children. We would tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his law to Jacob. He, he gave his instruction to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children and so that the, the next generation might know them even the children not yet born. And they will turn and and will turn and, and teach it to their own children. And so every generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. And so we see that there, this is not an option. I can do whatever I want to. It is a divine decree to, to, to literally nurture wisdom instructions and divine insight principles in the lives of our children, spiritually or naturally. 
You see, it's valid that we understand that God established us to reside in the remnant where we discover and we learn deep understanding of the mysteries of God and transmit them in the lives of the preceding generation. You see, if we desire to fulfill God's purpose in our day, we must think, we must talk, we must maintain a perspective that create a generational grace that reveal legacy marks. You see, the system of God is designed, it is designed in such a way to connect and to communicate and to impact the lives of generations supernaturally. So throughout the history of men, we have discovered that that the the stories and and that reveal the principles that we learned from the previous generation, from how to become effective in our dominion advancing and serving in our day. You know, as a child, there was a corner store who was owned and ran by some precious Jewish people. And when we went to our corner store, my mother would tell me and my siblings how to act in the store, what not to do, what not to say, even from how to communicate or to act. Basically, she was imparting an understanding on how to honor the Jewish people. You see, she would uh, remind us of the blessing on the Jewish people and how to position ourselves for the blessings of Abraham. She She would continuously remind us how important it was to honor the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, as well as the Jewish people. You see, these are practical principles. It it, is a, a, a must in order to become effective legacy builders. One, we have to be generationally connected by grace. We have to be unified in serving together and maintaining a heart for the birthing of God's purpose for our generations. The one that's before us, the one is behind us, and the one would come later down the road. You see, we also have to utilize the, the divine or perhaps the, the dual strength and grace to impact the world as we advance his kingdom missions and, and mandate for current generations. You see, practicing, meditating on legacy thoughts every day and be aware that you're continuously writing legacy on the hearts of others unawarely and and some awarely as well. That you're working in agreement with God's plan. You're not saying what you see out your natural eyes. You're prophesizing what is to come. In other words, you're not seeing the decreeing about their their erotic behavior or their 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 just craziness. 
But you're prophesizing by faith that they're going to rise up and they're going to activate and they're going to be all that God wants them to be. You see, so many have and has demonstrated effectiveness due to attempting to do what the former generation done. Instead of getting access to new strategies and insights that is designed for the present generation and the one to come. You see, during my childhood, parents would prepare their children for the purpose to impact them for the glorious future God ordained for their life. They didn't wait for someone to do it for them. Today we are witnessing parents who do not fulfill this holy mandate and we are witnessing a rising of generations who have been influenced by the poison of demonic strategies and acts that sway them from the dominion, attainment, and the glorious future that God will for. You know, Paul, he sets the stage and he lay it out very clearly. He gives us a wonderful truth in 2 Timothy verse 1 and excuse me chapter 1 verse 5. And he tells us remember your genuine faith for you share the faith that is first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know the same faith continues strong in you. Now, Timothy's mother and grandmother, lives reflected a legacy of faith and pleasing service towards the Lord. His life was a photojected image of the legacy and, and it affects his life as well. He had the same faith legacy of grace operating in his life and, and ministry that rested on his mother's life. So whatever dominates your environment, it will dominate your life, especially if you allow it to nest in your heart. You know, Tony Evans once said, legacy is about transferring God's view, worldview to the next generation. You see, without fulfilling the mission of, of that transferring of spirit, into the lives and the hearts of the generation. It will cause them to go on a search through the subdivisions of life, hoping to discover their identity, hoping to discover their divine purpose, hoping to discover the plan of God. So when we fulfill this task, we pour our lives and wisdom and the grace of God that, that he sanctioned for generation to generation and cause a cross generation to become a part of the mission and the mandate that is alive and breathing and birthing and growing and flourishing in their heart. And it's from the intentions of the heart of our God. You see, authenticity of legacy will not expire, nor will it be a thing that we just communicate. It will be demonstration and a display in the heart of the preceding generations. You see, parents are mere images that will transmit in the heart of their children. 
So legacy is not about what you shall leave for your children or the preceding generation. It's more about imparting something in them. What is inside of you that flows out of you without aiming to force it? You know, Steve Saint, a a business entrepreneur and a pilot and a law and and an author, he put it in such an insightful way. He said, "Your story is the greatest legacy that you will leave with your friends. It is the longest lasting legacy that you will leave to your heirs." And so, legacy building or builders will be determined to leave something that will have a powerful impact in the lives of those who come behind them, beyond their days on the earth. You see, a glorious example is found in the lives of the pioneers like Smith Wiggleworth, who imparted over 30 years or more in the body of Christ. But however, their supply of grace is still active and doing glorious things in their day. You see, legacy leaves imprints of his glory and the same power is still alive and is fulfilling the purpose of God in our lives. And it will cause us, cause a continue to flow into cross-generational lines as well. This is a spiritual principle. And it will cause the Zoe dimension to advance life based on the supernatural deposits of God. You see, if we are serious about maintaining purity, We must be discerning about who and what we allow the divine supply to align and its alignment in our lives. Every day there is principles, there are patterns, there are practices that attempt to impart influences that aim to produce legacies that's not good for our journey and the preceding journeys as well. Who's in your ear will have a part in your future. You see, the first Adam, he, he encountered some bad influence. And his job was to bring a cycle of, of setting the stage of a legacy that will refute against God's purpose for his life and the preceding generation. This same pattern, principle, and practice manifests in the lives of his son. Cain and his glorious journey and destiny was shipwreck. Patterns will determine what outcome shall become a reality in your life. It's very important. Very important that we understand that the DNA of God is more powerful than a flesh-driven DNA. Second Chronicles, the fourth chapter, we see Jabez was determined to shift the legacy march that aimed to sabotage the destiny and the purpose of those in his DNA. And God honored the, his petition and did a pre shift 
You see, Jabez, he could have cried about what he didn't have. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or what he couldn't do. And rehearse the negative stories. He witnessed and, 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 and heard concerning those in his DNA. Instead, Jabez, he used his created abilities to recreate what the Rhema and the Logos word declare. And he made a demand on the shifting grace that reversed the curse results. God wants to create his sons to, to become trailblazers who are determined to give birth to the DNA of God. And to take the baton of the authentic legacy builder and fulfill the task, the dominion missions that shift climates and, and communicate the mysteries of God in the earth until it become a reality in our present day. You see, when you build a legacy, you keep the dream active and alive throughout generations. Abraham's life and ministry shows the dominion effect of imparting in the generations and the beginning process of creating a generational legacy that shout and scream and leave the deposit that the seal of dominion has come. You see, the kingdom life is a photojected image of the Christ-centered legacy flourishing throughout the, the ages. There's no limitations. There is no limitation. Stay whole and stay in that place that you're determined to see the fullness of every assignment that the Father has given you, every mission that he has given Enlighten the fire that blaze hearts are hunger and thirsty for God like no other day. You see, what you do today will determine what you will see tomorrow. Keep your faith alive. Step out of the boat of trying to do life based on the natural law. Step over into the supernatural where the dominion of God and the grace of God is working on the inside, working on the outside, creating the climax of heaven. And all we're seeing dominion realities being birthed is birth on the north, is birth on the south, is birth on the east and the west. You see, so many times that the sons of God can't get to where God wants them because they are looking at what their natural abilities have or what they have access in the natural. Instead of standing in that place of the grace of God and standing in that place where the wisdom of God is downloading, giving you insight of the supernatural, giving you strategies and solutions and provisions from heaven that will cause you to see the plan and the purpose of God, give birth and create what man could never create without God. Let's go deeper. Let's go wider. Let's go higher and let's fulfill the missions that Jesus came and gave us access to do. Because he said, greater things shall we do.
So get ready for the most amazing manifestation and demonstration and activation of his love. Stop building your faith around humanness. Build your faith around God. Have faith in God. He's not telling us to, to, to have faith in what we think. But start thinking and talking and acting and receiving based on the God kind of faith. Or perhaps the God dimension of faith. Live your best life. Dream big, dream big. And let's show the world the bigness of our God. Thank you for tuning in this week. We want to hear your stories of testimonies. We want to hear. How God just rained his glorious plans. And you have the evidence. Love you all. God bless you. Send your, your prayers and your testimonies to His Love Reigns at iCloud.com. Love you all. God bless you. Have an amazing week. And remember, we are here to depopulate hell and overpopulate heaven for our King's glory. Let's. Open our mouths. This is not the time for the ecclesia to be silent. Let's re release the mysteries of God with in divine insight that it will literally serve as a rod, just like a fisherman gearing in the fish. It's time. To depopulate hell and overpopulate heaven for our king's glory. Love you all. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.